0: YOU
1: F-
2: Hey, hey. What's up, everyone? Welcome to season two, episode number 25 of the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. And tonight we welcome D Street back to the show. What's up, D Street? Welcome
3: back. What's up, guys? Glad to be be back. How you doing, buddy? I'm good as always, thankfully. After last month, there was a lot of let's say a massive quantities of games that i have picked up if you guys have this, seen that last video but mm-hmm. other than that since the last time like nothing's changed really so but really I've to I've Andy,
2: a couple of days ago and he's like yeah d street will make an awesome guest he's got a 50 minute pickup video to show up
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: the last one what was it like an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> it was long <laughs>
2: you know you got some good stuff when the pickups is over and out alone
0: <laughs> that is mm-hmm. awesome though looking forward to it
2: i love Especially seeing the um the holy grails of ps2 sitting in front of the tv as well
3: i mean what month is it again it's it's october it's horror it, month it's october so it's horror oh, yeah. month right here and i'll be yeah. playing these for the first time ever this month as well and i'm probably going to be streaming all three of these too so that'll really right, be cool. fun
4: if you guys aren't already,
2: be sure to just subscribe to D Street's YouTube channel. It's it's lowercase d Street6319. So mm-hmm. definitely go and subscribe, guys, and we'll get him. You're almost at a thousand subscribers, D Street.
3: Go slowly getting there. Um the just slowly making progress and getting back in the swing of things for putting content on the channel. But I don't expect like the live streams to really blow up because you know the you really like start getting benefits from live streams when you know you have a big bait following what have you but it's uh, mainly when I get to these it's just uh, you know I finally want to have an excuse to play these games uh, finally and uh, also get used to just streaming in general instead of just purely uploading a video you know that's highly edited and whatnot well you know live streaming well got to put myself out there and Mm-hmm. careful what you say or whoever walks in behind you hopefully doesn't ruin the whole thing or worse yet they unintentionally do a massive jump scare as you're playing stuff like that you know <laughs> I know <laughs> who could yeah. be something like that because that has like random jump scares I think which is basically the screen flashes white but hey we'll see when I play it for myself though to see how how much that I won't be able to sleep at night <clears throat> I, I find streaming remember.
2: to just talk to people while you're playing video games, and especially yeah. one-player games. Sometimes it can—I'm not saying it can be lonely, but it can be an experience that is a different experience when you're talking to other people, and I enjoy that.
3: Yeah, that's uh thats one nice thing with live streaming is that when you have uh, your viewers uh, or like any of your, say, like your fans that have. Uh, watch you consistently and they actually want to interact with you, then that's a good way to go about it. Like I know of, uh, say like maybe like five uh, um, uh, viewers that have come into my streams. Uh, I've like instantly recognized their names uh, and we always just chat of like what they got for pickups or just general topics and whatnot too. So it's always a, a good excuse to also like engage with your viewers and what, that's one of the best ways to go about it, about it. I find. Yeah. And it's fun.
2: Th- and it doesn't have to be about the game. You know, you can, if you are talking to someone one week and they jump in the stream a few weeks later, you can continue having that conversation and, you know, talk about game pickups while you're playing something. And that's, mm-hmm. I love that. I love just having, you know, those individual conversations, but it's, you know, part of this whole big thing that everyone's a part of. So, yeah. It's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: One thing, especially about uh, horror games, too, that I love streaming is like you said, like it's a different experience. Like if you're sitting there all alone in a room, it's kind of more freaky. I feel like if you're streaming, at least you can kind of talk to people, be like, hey, guys, I don't want to open this door. I don't know about you. <laughs> you know, you got to talk it out and like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it's like nice to have the company. Like I love horror games are some of the best games for streaming. I think they're so fun to watch, mm-hmm. really entertaining. They're good to interact with the people. And even like I love watching people in real life. Play them like one of my favorite things to do is to have people come play VR and put a horror game on it, just watch them freaking <laughs> get scared out of you know, out of mind. That's so fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good month for it. We do uh, all that, We need to hit that stream button more. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I I've been trying. My uh, my 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 uh, second PSVR two headset died this week your what? second one. your second one yeah my second one uh, playing beat saber same exact thing happened as the first one i was just playing all the tracking goes haywire and then the whole headset shuts off and it just won't turn on and just reboots over and over and over and over again no physical damage no nothing just playing the game and it dies and like it's like a software problem yeah no. I mean, warranties
3: hard, on but... the headsets at least oh yeah
0: this would be the second time i ship it oh, out, good. For repair, which means they just send you a refurbished one
4: mm-hmm
2: which says to me that the first run of vr2s obviously have problems because you you're you're a collector you're going to be looking after your items but you're playing it every day Mm -hmm. if they can't last for a few months of everyday playment then like are they going to be around in two three years when other people have really started to put work into them like kids using them and stuff you know people that don't look after their stuff.
0: yeah I'm, i'm i'm really disappointed with the the build quality like I said, I like you said, I, I take very good care of it. I keep it in a case 100% of the time. The controllers are always on the charging cradles. You know, everything's taken care of. It doesn't get dropped. And it's adult-owned. No kids touch it. Nobody does anything to it. I'm the only one who uses it in the whole household. Nobody else wants to put mm-hmm. on my nasty, sweaty headset because the things gets gross. <laughs> so it's like, I. it's just, uh, man, it's, it's, it's really, really frustrating. And um, yeah, you know whatever it is what it is this if, if it happens again like i don't know i might reconsider the psvr2 period like i literally might just like sell off my psvr2 games and get like a nice pc vr headset and call it a day and just then be like done with sony's if, because
3: uh i don't blame you especially after this now the second one died like that it calls into question of the build quality of it. That totally reminds me of the Valve Index, which I have uh, myself ever since, uh, it was like a few months after Half-Life Alyx came out, but it is well known for that uh, headset as well, That the uh, like build quality is not well done to where like components in it just fail over time that the most common thing seems to be the cable which can be replaced but it is really expensive to replace the whole cable because there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on with it you know so much data the power is going through it as well for the headset mm-hmm. uh, so Yeah, it's uh, really unfortunate when it happens, especially as you said, Joe. You take very good care of it. I know I take very good care of uh, mine as well, which is just being kept in a really uh, well-protected and well-padded storage case when I'm not using it. And even then, it just stays in the corner whenever I want to feel like playing it after like two months later, possibly.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's sad. Um, I don't know if it's like... I I went on some Reddit forums and there was other people having the exact same issue and they were all having the exact same issue with Beat Saber. So I th- personally think there is literally something wrong with PSVR2 Beat Saber that is destroying the headsets. I'm just putting on a tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. I have nothing else to go on. But like when I looked up the exact problem I'm having, the people who are having it were having it because of Beat Saber. Exact same thing. So mm. it I might come. think it's something. I think it's a software problem in the software thing that's screwing up the headset. I don't but I don't know. It may come down to to a game like Beep
2: Save it, but being a game that people who do play it, play it so often. And, you and know, aggressively. You think that's the ones playing your VRs the most, so that's why you guys are seeing
0: Could be. the malfunction. Yeah, I mean, well. I, I put a, I think I have like... I think I have ninety-five hours on it in three months <laughs> playing Beat Saber, which isn't that much, but it is in Beat Saber time because that shit is tiring, bros. <laughs> it's a good well, workout Well, I would though. figure like yeah. an hour
2: playing VR is mm-hmm. to Sony. They would assume just an hour playing PS4 and an hour playing VR is two different things. You know, they aren't expecting people to be using their VRs for a thousand hours, and I'm sure they're not testing for those reasons as well.
0: Mm, definitely not i mean i don't know Ah, i don't want to talk about psvr2 all night i'm just gonna get salty about it let's talk about something else what else is going on (laughs)
2: well we have some bad news unfortunately so just a couple of hours ago um it broke that best buyers of quarter one 2024 are gonna not sell dvds blu-rays cds and video games so this is going to Affect us all, really, as we know. Best Buy are a retailer of limited run games, in particular, mm-hmm. they stop variants. Their own Best Buy variants that mm-hmm. won't be a thing anymore. Um, like this is one steelbooks retailer. books too, right? That, yeah, they have steelbooks as well. Mm-hmm. How many more retailers are going to just stop doing physical stuff? You know, Walmart, Big W, GameStop. Like this, it just takes another one to be like, "Yep, let's just follow the ball rolling," and suddenly, mm-hmm. you know buy physical media from. It's this is the world we're today. It's pretty scary.
0: Mm-hmm. It's depressing is what it is. I personally, um I like Best Buy because out of all the companies that I buy from online, they are by far and above the most competent. Every time I buy their stuff, I get the right stuff and it's not broken. And I can't, I can't, that alone to me, it makes them my favorite place to order from because every time, ordering from Amazon, forget it you're not getting you who knows what region you're getting it's not you know it'll say esrb whatever you're gonna get whatever the hell they feel like pulling out of the stack and then it shows up in a piece of tissue paper crushed nine out of ten times it's like destroyed like amazon just i don't know what it is but the games they come destroyed not always but more often than not but but i've just had amazing luck with best buy like i get it's never broken it's like on time it's never missing I don't know. Just had a good luck with them. And they also do have great clearances too. Like they clear out stuff for like nine bucks, sometimes switch games for 10 bucks. If you're paying attention and you're, you're there at the right time. So sad.
3: It's unfortunate that for me, I never had a Best Buy around me growing up until where I'm living now a Best Buy is much easily accessible. So therefore I even missed out on the Gamers Club unlocked thing where what was it like 20% off of any game you would go in to buy at Best Buy. So that would say like, you know, Say like any brand new game that's coming out this month here in October, you would be paying like what $48 maybe or maybe like $50, uh, especially if you had like any other uh, like um, say like coupons to bring it down. You could be saving a lot of money on just buying games at Best Buy for quite a while when they had that membership. And I haven't seen like any other like retailers have another membership like that, unfortunately, because they probably realized like, yeah, a lot of people are really taking advantage of this and getting brand new games, like way cheaper than they really should.
4: Mm-hmm. Funny, but- funny you
2: bring that up. I, I used to work at a place called Woolworths and part of working there, got you discounts at all their different retailers. And one of them sold video games. So I was always getting 10% off video games I was, one of those things that you just kind of like take for granted until you haven't got it anymore.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So in this case, Best Buy, uh, if they do anything with uh, selling games themselves, it's probably just going to be like you just see like a, like a little booth uh, of say like for the switch. And it's just those uh, stupid download codes that you'll take it to with the, the checkout. And then they'll give you a receipt with the code uh, in there. Why'd you go to Best Buy to buy that instead of just getting it on the online store? Yeah, What's the exactly. point?
2: It's it's just a gift at that point. You, you like, spent
3: more money on gas then for no reason if you didn't go to Best I'll Buy anything else.
2: Do you think Best Buy, no, I'm not too familiar with their business model because we don't have it over here. Do you think they would move to an online model with video games? Like, Do they sell it now?
0: I'm pretty sure Best Buy said they're not doing that. They're not going to have an online presence for it either. They're just going to step out completely, which blows my mind. They must be losing
2: money or like that. They must see these sales declining. Like surely they don't just just say we're not doing this anymore because we don't want to. It must come down to we're not making money on these products anymore and we have to get rid of them.
3: Mm hmm so maybe keep an eye out for the next uh like few weeks let's say if they are still selling physical games if for some reason they start having clearance on some of that stuff definitely keep an eye out for your local stores if they are they still have games in stock and if they make any announcements that there's going to be any sales or clearance on that stuff so definitely keep an eye out for that for the next like Month or two, probably oh just games, all the media going to be cheap. And they were just like, savvy, you can buy buy to get two free all right
0: switch games, Let's sell them <laughs> on eBay and buy video games with that money. So you can turn mm. all that stuff into games. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, so I, I, I don't, I don't know, I'm I am 100% against the all digital future. I can't stand that this is going to happen. And uh, there's a lot of reasons. Um, but like, one of the things I don't think people realize too is that like the way licensing works. Um, stuff like for example like have you ever seen shows that have been put back on streaming networks that don't have the original music anymore because they don't have the licensing to the music uh, that's that that's happened yeah, that, shows, that
3: definitely does happen
0: they do not have the original music from what you used to watch when it was on TV and like that sort of crap's going to happen too it's like the perfect like, and like you know like the, new top Grand top, top, yeah, the new Grand Theft Auto top. makes couldn't have the music that type of stuff is stuff that people don't think about and these companies are not going to uh, pay to do that again, just to put it on streaming for you. And so, as far as preservation goes, you're going to lose um, the ability to see stuff the way it was originally intended to be seen. It's like how how hard it is to find the original Star Wars that hasn't been messed with. How hard it is to find that? It's like the old ass Star Wars, the originals without any CG, without any fake job of the Huck, all that crap. Not just. The old regular movies, like it's like it's like they've erased it from history. If you want to try to watch it and buy it, it's such a pain in the ass how they do stuff like that.
4: Mm-hmm. And then with
0: TV shows, I know with like Friends, they edit scenes now. That if
2: something happens and we don't, this doesn't happen in twenty twenty four. So okay, we'll edit that scene, mm-hmm. use AI to blah blah blah, and put in a new scene. Like that's happening, and mm-hmm. people are just accepting it. Like you know, for me. Grand Theft Auto Vice City is a different experience about the original music. I'm sorry, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. It's not as good and I'm not going to spend my money on something that was better 20 years ago and I already own it. Like,
0: I'm not going to support that. There's tons, like, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That show has several episodes that are, like, no longer airable. They're, like, considered, like, no, you can't put them on anymore. And, uh, so that you're not going to see them anymore on streaming and on TVs. They just like, if they don't exist, whereas if, you know, you go down the old best buy, and buy season four on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, they can put whatever the hell they want on there and you can watch whatever you want. And it's, again, it's like another way uh, for, uh, it's a way for censorship to happen and like for people to control, what we see and, and the way to edit the past that's the thing another thing that they're going to be able to edit the past and re- redo it all the way they want things to be done not the way that it was done in the old days for those stupid people oh those old people like it's just so stupid no, they're gonna, you, you just wait and see they'll, they'll just redo everything make it all crap looking forward to it yeah they will against but... our will like we're all here like no we want to buy it please and they're like no We won't let you, peasant. We're gonna take it away. (laughs) So you can do anything to change
2: the future, but you can never change the past. The past is the past. Sorry, Mm -mm. it's (laughs) It's
3: it's history. That's why we buy all this stuff here because you know it's history as well, and we want to make sure that we all can still experience, say, like that original, uncut Star Wars movie back on VHS. If you want to go that far to see the original intent of uh, what that. What the director wanted you to see when they were making that movie, but yeah, for like those shows that get pulled for like licensing, I know for I've heard stories say like on Disney Plus where some shows were only up for like a year, but due to just licensing issues and like uh, caught like of like the original copyright holders or the IP holders asking more money from say like Disney or whoever's like uh, holding it on the platform. They just don't want to keep it up there because it costs them a lot of money to keep it up there. So it's uh, like really annoying that these uh, companies are all for like these streaming services. But at the same time, there are like some um, shows that they just can't afford to keep up there even for like a year. So mm-hmm it's it's insane that if that becomes like way more common in the future, which I feel like it will, because it happens a lot for streaming services where it's either going to be like the platform is going to be suffering money or the original IP holders of like the show or the game for like publishers and the, and the customer themselves, they could be end up spending a lot of money. So eventually is all this stuff going to crash potentially in the long run? because it's just not sustainable for how much each side is asking for money but who knows if that happens maybe there might be a resurgence resurgence in physical media again i'm willing to bet
2: we go full circle full so circle. i wonder like that um like people like original media and if say 50 years time there becomes a a group of people that love video games that we're into guess what they're going to want to find the original copies of these games because they don't care about or what version they want us to see. No, I love this game because of this guy who made it. I want to see his vision and what he made back in, you know, 1995, not the 2030 version that cuts out all these different things. And, like, that'll be a thing. There'll be people looking and wanting that original media. So even though they're taking this stuff away and editing it today, the human curiosity is always going to want to find out what was this meant to be like? What did they Mm. not want me to know?
0: No I, there there will I there will always be like like the vinyl scene how it had that huge resurgence vinyl basically died in the 90s and then it came back and now it has like a niche audience but a large audience it's pretty It's popular, outselling you know CDs. It yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, well yeah, that's yeah. So I feel like there will always be that market for this sort of thing. It's just um you know what it's it, video games is different because it's 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 not like Ah, i don't know the production cost to make games is so much and then like if companies aren't producing the game i don't know who's going to do it i think that it's just going to be like little printing labels like limited run and little companies that are just releasing games for as long as they can you know until uh yeah but if they they make make enough money
2: a big company will come along and be like "Well, these guys are making so and so we can do this and you know we own triple a triple a triple a let's do it so maybe a big company will get back into it one day (laughs)
3: And they will pay up of actually publishing physical copies of like AAA games. Like one that is bringing to mind right now is that Limited Run is doing the Persona 3 portable and Persona 4 golden physical releases on the current gen systems. Mm -hmm. Atlas can't afford to do that or Sega because they own Atlas. They can't afford to do that at all. They didn't want to do that. That's that's what it comes down they to. They really don't want to do it at all because they don't care, even though it's Persona, wh- whatever. They do what they but, want.
2: They have a limited run. They have an open pre-order, right? Let's just theoretically mm-hmm. say they sell 100,000 of those. It's like, their best ever sale, and it like absolutely blows away expectations. Wouldn't that get Sega and Atlas to be like, hang on, we've just lost out on all these profits that we didn't even think was a thing because these there's a customer base there. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that'll happen, but I would assume that these would be two of their better selling games that they've ever done, right? I am i don't want to spend any money on limited run again, but I'm buying these games because I don't want to miss out on them.
3: Um, exactly. Like the Persona 3 Portable Collector's Edition, I bought that, even though I will almost never buy a special or a limited edition from them, but this is a really special case given how much
0: that I love Persona. So what I think is going to happen is that so I, i'm assuming that there's going to be a lot i bet there's higher profits in doing a release through a, a one company like this and doing a worldwide retail release across europe and all these places and all these companies and but i just, just i guarantee there's just more money in it And like you say if it sells well um and with the combination of best buys not doing retail and stuff i think that like you know, these companies like Lemon Run is going to start to dominate, dude. Like, you're going to see a lot of stuff getting released through them if this is successful. A lot of big mm-hmm. companies, and they're working with Konami now. And they're working with, like, they're working with, you know, you'll see Capcom games. You know, it's going to be, they're going to be like the physical market. It's going to be direct sales. It's going to be like retail. They're stepping out. I don't know what they're going to do. They're probably just going to all go to business in the long term. Like, Best Buy itself will just become Circuit City, die. You know that's that's the end of that story. They're not going to bounce back. GameStop has been like a zombified company that has been thriving on memes and and and, and fumes for fucking for like the last well, GameStonks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would already be dead. It's like it's it's, it's like it's a reanimated corpse at this point. So I mean, it's going to die. Um, so I don't know, man. I think it's just going to be all online direct sales from these companies, and that's all we'll have. We'll be at their mercy, waiting for years for our games. <laughs> or or you buy them digitally day one, boys, and we'll be we'll be those old timers. And I hate that already. Like if you're like uh you know, it sucks when you want to play a game and everyone's playing it for a year before you get your game.
4: You yeah, know, yeah, everyone's right. done
0: playing Shredder's Revenge for like six months before I get my copy. And we want to play? No. Okay. And then so you yeah. get the FOMO, and then you end up buying the digital copy while you wait for your physical copy. It's a bunch of BS, man. In particular, online games, because if you're not playing from
2: day one, you're behind the eight ball, and it's going to be harder to catch up and you're not going to yep. meet up with other players, games or something. You're going to find it even harder.
3: Fighting just, games,
0: yeah.
2: Any skill hey, base? I, I have a question that you probably, probably wouldn't know the answer to, but I would like to know how these deals work. So like when atlas so when limited Run sign this deal with atlas and sega to make persona for would it be a deal that they're paying for the license or would it be every copy we sell you get a certain cut of that to encourage them to sell a bigger amount it, yeah. it is quite interesting to know like how much it would cost to bring an mm-hmm. old game
3: Well, what's the difference that they split uh, for you know licensing payments uh, limited Run actually making the all the physical goods for all the additions that they do so yeah it's definitely something to ask uh, and and from what i understand you know they it, though it may have changed in like recent years is who knows that limited run actually does another print of some of their games uh, down the road because i swear it happens uh, that vg plus suddenly gets restock of some of their games but mm-hmm. They it just seems like it's uh, like they it's a one time license thing for them to print all these copies and never again. So for in terms of, say, like constantly renewing licensing fees, uh, the limited run to whoever, whatever company that they're making a game of, it's probably not a thing for them possibly because it just seems to be a one and done thing for them for the most part but who knows how much of a cut say is asking out a persona given how big that ip has gotten in the last decade almost
2: leaning going back on the fact that once they do sell out there isn't like a second print i would assume it is just they're paying for that one thing like you'd you'd assume if a game sells outright, you want more copies to restock so you can keep selling them well limited run don't do that at least if they do they don't advise that they're doing it
3: (laughs) Who Coffee who knows off, that if at the point, <laughs> who knows if we'll get to the point where all like the major retailers uh, just outright stop selling physical copies? That there's going to be way more demand against a limited run to have way more physical copies of games because if they're going to be one of the only few doing it anymore. They can't, like, keep only doing, like, a single print run of a lot of their stuff forever, especially if it's going to get to the level of, like, AAA games that gets all the marketing attention every single year if they ever get to that level. They can't afford to do that because they will have way too much demand, not just from customers, but I'm sure from, let's just, like, a big crazy example, say, like, Assassin's Creed, that Ubisoft, they they definitely want to have lots of copies of that made for everyone, you know? Across all platforms,
2: and if it goes the way of retailers closing down in other countries, what happens if they suddenly got to supply the whole world? You know, the UK mm-hmm. want a hundred thousand copies. This country wants a certain amount of copies. Like, the they would really be taking on the reins of you know
0: where now. Like, well, they, they have distributors country. uh in Europe and Japan now. I think, don't they? That they have like actual partnership. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do. They do, and they.
2: They also have all their small distributors that they work with but like we're talking in the days where Amazon, GameStop, Best Buy all exist what happens once they all cease making video games and customers are still seeking out physical copies like demand would absolutely blow up I, I hope they can
0: handle it too Well I could. imagine have you ever seen a uh, Road Warrior You know, the guy with the mask. I'm just going to pull up people's houses in my car. Give me your games. Come out. It'll be something like that, I'm assuming. Uh, Fight for survival, you know. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hey,
0: guys, maybe on to some new news. Um, During the week, we had an
2: announcement by Sony. They dropped a new PS5 console, PS5 Slim. A PS5 Slim with a digital version that's going to be $50 more than the previous digital version. Trying to normalize that. Uh, also, the consoles are different shapes to the previous ones, which you're like, oh, that's great. But then you think about it and you see those things behind Joe, the console plates. Well, they're almost sold out already for the original PS5. Mm-hmm. If PS- so PS5 have also said that once they, they sell out of the original models, they're not going to be making anymore. They're only going to be making the slims. Yep, it Says to me, they're not going to be making the plates anymore. They're already going for two, three times retail. What's what's going on with their plates that's going to be mm-hmm. a very expensive item and that's not good because i know a lot of people that want them
3: the is the spider-man 2 face plates <laughs> imagine how much those will go four years down the
0: road final fantasy ones like dude they're already insane the mm-hmm. final fantasy ones are already uh for the so it's funny like so um, the, the digital one you can get it for like 100 but like the actual disc version, it's like $200, 250 300 to get this, get this to, to, the plates for that right now. It's absurd. There's uh, much so there much Spider-Man fans out the there that will pay it. it. <laughs> the Spider-Man ones you can get for like 150 bucks still on eBay, and there's those aren't that bad, but uh, the Final Fantasy ones were only sold in Japan, and they wouldn't ship them to the United States, and it was just a big pain in the ass. So they're, they're just a little harder to get. Um I don't know if they did it yet but i did hear that best buy if you were a member of their premium program or whatever you were they were doing a restock for the the spider-man plates just so you guys know so but you have to be a member of their um whatever their club is whatever the hell they have to
2: get them but that's good though it stops scalping it stops people buying 10 copies through 10 different accounts because you know you can't have 10 memberships unless I mean, if, if you have well, 10 minutes, you're, you're making Best Buy a lot of money, so they probably don't care. <laughs> I literally
0: got pissed off and just um, bought the whole console again. So I have two PS5s now because I was just so furious that I knew this would happen, and I was just like, I'm done with this. And I'm glad because I wanted a second one anyway. Um, yeah, but so but I, do I do want to get the new
3: it. Slim myself, so that way I have a second system where the Slim will be like my primary one that I use up here and the... My original launch one will go right in the basement, which is where the VR room is set up, and be primarily a a VR system, is the way that I plan Mm -hmm. on going about it. In Australia, the way
2: the plates got released is terrible. So they got released for eBay games, right? I wasn't trying to buy them myself, I had a friend who wanted them. The way that they got released is they're going to be released at this time for our level five members only. If you're not a level five member, then you're not going to be buying one. They sold out instantly. Suddenly, half of them are on eBay. So, like, they're selling them to scalpers.
3: first, only the first scalpers. class buyers only.
2: <laughs> like their scalpers are their regular, but like, oh my god, the system is just so flawed. Like, I spoke to someone who's like, look, I was trying to buy one day one. Couldn't buy. And my only option is now to spend $300 to buy it on eBay. You know, it sucks. It's dumb. You got to buy something day one. Sorry. It's,
0: it's it's absurd. If, if I, if, if I have a PlayStation membership, like why can't I go on Sony's website and just pre-order whatever the hell I want? Why don't they just say, Hey, Sony plates are coming out in a month, put in your pre-order and then they just make them. Why is this like, why is this so stupid? You know what I mean? Like, that's the FOMO limited everything. It sells out in two seconds. I It's literally, it, as far as from a capitalist perspective, I don't understand. <laughs> I think it's so stupid. I'm like, why don't you want more money? I just, like, Limited Run at least had the sense to stop doing the, we're going to make a thousand copies that sell out in a minute, and we're just going to do an open pre-order. And everybody who wants one gets one. And then that's the way it did. And that's it. Then we're done. And like, I, people may not like having to wait for their stuff, but that is by far and above the most reasonable way to do things.
3: And you have I like, a, like most of the time, it's like a month long to decide if you want to like pre-order yeah. one or not on a limited run site. And even then, mm-hmm. if you so like in my case, uh, $200 for that uh, persona collector's edition. Well, I have, you know, at least a month to make sure I'm financially good to make a big purchase like that, even though it's going to take a long time, probably like a year for that to come in possibly. But it's good to know, you know, I do have an option to like really think it over before spending mm-hmm. that money compared to say like those plates uh, that if there are any like limited edition ones, you they'll like announce it. The orders go up, say like thirty minutes later, and you got to decide right now if you want these uh, or not. Because if... they sell on
0: less than less than two minutes, like and like the websites don't work, and you're crashing, and you're in line, and your checkout doesn't work, and everything. It's just, it's uh, oh my god. The, just, how many times just, have you guys been can for you can't co- buy what you want, just to that, buy that's...
3: a cosmetic for your system? At the end of the day,
0: <laughs> that's I'm quite common, in not just
2: systems. <laughs> There's <laughs> games now that are releasing it, they're not announcing it they're just releasing it it's for sale oh, and freaking Final Fantasy yeah if you don't buy it Fantasy. it's sold out you have to have the money today I woke up
0: at 7 a.m and it was like oh sorry guys sold out." I'm like why are you releasing at three in the middle of the night what are you doing
3: or how about uh the Pixel Remaster on of uh, on PS4, about. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's
3: what is it like one or two in the morning? Those went yeah, up it was like I...
0: 11 p.m. Eastern time or like midnight Eastern or something. It's like, thank God I was a night owl that night to get my
3: copy. I have up on top of my shelf here because I I knew it was gonna sell out fast, uh, but. Man, I was up at the right time, or at least saw the email from Square Enix's store pop up at the right time on my phone to place my order for that. But
2: it's now a thousand dollar game.
3: Yeah, it's oh my God, the price of that is growing fast on the secondhand market. It's insane. It literally
0: is insane. It literally is beyond reason.
3: Like, as soon as that <laughs> came in, uh, the one that was delivered, that like instantly became like top three or four most expensive games in my collection. All of a sudden, a brand new game right in the mail like that. That's crazy.
2: But like, if you're Square Enix right, how can you sit around a, a board meeting and say, hey, guys, this game that we only sold a certain amount of copies on. If you go on eBay, there's 150 listings and every single one sold over $500. How can they not say we should be reprinting
0: this game because the demand is insane? You like could be selling $500 be... collector's editions and be selling those. Think about, you, you know what I mean? Like, God yeah. damn. Yeah, it's one of they their two flagship franchises.
2: And we would still buy them. Like, they could put them up for $150 and say, hey, guys, we know, we know they're expensive on eBay. We've paid to get more. They're going to be a little bit more, but they're way cheaper than eBay. I would still buy one. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be a bit grumpy, but I'd still buy it and I'd be happy yeah. at the end of the day.
3: Who knows what happens at the board meetings for that particular company. I mean, you remember, like, the last like two years, their wonderful CEO was really pushing NFTs. If you remember that, hmm. we'll see if that actually comes to fruition. But
0: I, I swear to yeah, God, as a lot of these people, that they they these companies resent the fact that everybody loves their old stuff. And Nike, uh, it's like a no. band that's like doesn't want to play their hits anymore. They're like, how come no one likes the new album? Why not? Come <laughs> on, guys! Everybody will sing the new album, and everyone's like, boom. No, play your This shit sucks, you know. And then that's and they're just like, okay. okay. I swear to God, they have like a meant like, especially Sony. Like he's there, like nobody likes so Why would anyone want to play that crap? And everyone's like, dude.
3: Oh, that like, lovely all quote day. from Jim Ryan. Seriously, I'm imagining that
2: he's gone. That name. Where they got three people sitting at a table, one's like NFTs, one's like digital only, and then, then the, the guy who gets kicked out of the window is like, let's reprint the Pixel Master collection. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gosh. Um, um I, I honestly want yeah. them to reprint it just to like to like to stick it to the people who are doing this. You guys are nuts. Relax. Thousand dollars for this stupid game. It's like you could buy. All of the actual games and the consoles for like that much money, probably. You could buy like a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo and all the carts and the Super. Nintendo. It's for a thousand bucks. Damn, dude, what do you? You don't need. You get. You can get a nice CRT. You get a little upscaler. You know what I mean? Like you could freaking a lot of thousand dollars. What? Is, I don't understand what is like. Whatever you guys. I mean, it doesn't have to make sense. It's collecting. Does any of this make sense? No, none of this makes sense. No, <laughs> I want so This makes that. sense.
2: There's a price that it doesn't make sense anymore, you know. But unfortunately, there's people out there that it still makes sense to them because they want it for their collection mm-hmm. and that's their collection. And, you know, if you've got I disposable do. money, then you've got a good, good on you.
0: Well, that's the problem you get into when you're like, I want a full set of something. If you commit, now you're committed to shit like this. Whereas me, I can just be like, I have my little Switch copy for like $69.99 and it plays just fine and if i ever would like to take and i can open it and i don't want to cry i can open that thing and play it and i'm like all right with it if you have that ps4 you're not opening that you'll puke you'll be like you're not gonna be it's like how could you i don't know sean powers can but nobody else i know that can open that stuff (laughs) i just just couldn't i couldn't if if i got a copy of that game no way I could open it. Maybe if I got two, but even if I got two, I would feel terrible opening one of those once it gets to be that expensive. It's like I, I would add
2: though, Joe, the value of an open copy would be pretty much the cheapest sealed copy on eBay. Mm. Yeah. It's like um, when you see open limited on, run yeah. games for sale. Mm. An open limited run game mm. is pretty much sells for the cheapest sealed copy of a limited run game. That's you don't fair. see open limited run games. That's not a thing because People that open them want to play them and keep them. It's mm-hmm. the people selling them, keeping them sealed. You know, so it almost is a, if you open it, it still has its value because mm. 90% of the people buying it just want to own it. They don't care that it's sealed or not. You know,
0: it, uh, and- that's, that's how I am. I, I I like buying open copies that I would prefer an open, nice condition copy any day because then I No guilt. I can open it, play it still looks nice. Yeah. Unless I'm specifically buying it to But out. you can't open it yourself. No. <laughs> Someone else has to have opened it first. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, there's no guilt. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, this is just, it is what it is.
2: So I so said, you send me all your games. I'll open them and get the, and then I'll send them to you. And there's
0: no guilt. And I get my addiction. I want you sniffing, anymore. sniffing all my games, buddy.
3: <laughs> What's being stored in those that caused you to whiff like that? Good God just <laughs> so stole the and games
0: merchandise games and then
3: screwed it. Over.
0: honestly I haven't gonna been a, be a game in so long you're going to be in Best Buy on the last day you're just opening all the games and smelling them like no, no, I need my fix no, you can't take it away <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cyrus is asking what's your craziest purchase for the collection that's a good question Good it's a tough one because i bought things that are worth that and that are even worth more than that today but then there's things for the collection that i've definitely bought that like it's like there's no reason by like getting a full set to buy that so okay odin spear for the ps3 for me not the most expensive game i've ever bought but i paid 180 dollars for it because it was the final I was power game for a full set copies sell cheaper than that today, but at the time and I knew people who own copies knew that I needed it. So they kept the it. It
3: didn't up. matter to you at the end. Yes,
2: yeah, so It didn't matter to me. And the feeling of completing it completely outweighed that price. But today looking back, that was a decision. That's like, that was a silly decision. You know, I can go on eBay and buy one for one twenty today.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess for me, the craziest Probably. one, uh, might've been, It's a cross between Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and Mm. um, what was the one that I was just thinking about? My uh, Xenosaga Episode 3 Lenticular version. It's actually right behind the stack of PS4 games up there. Um, Only because that's like the most money I spent on uh, games, uh, if, if that's how we want to describe this, in terms of something where it's... Like really crazy because of like what the thing is. Can't really think of that right now. I mean, I guess for Rule of Rose, I technically got that for free because I all the profit I made after selling Barbie Groom and Glam Pups on the 3DS, it effectively paid for that right there.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Barbie pays for Rule of Rose, but hey, it is what it is.
3: Yeah, a child game pays for a game that came under fire for uh, some things that de- depicting by, about child stuff which wasn't true of course but no ain't, ain't that funny how it all works
2: you're talking about the barbie sale that you did to get your ruler rose uh, yeah. yep it's gonna be no, one I... of the best hustles i've ever heard like mm-hmm. hands down <laughs>
3: <laughs> though i can see myself the biggest things that that will be the craziest thing i'll ever buy is both a uh, snatcher for the sega cd and uh, like an authentic copy i'm not buying any of that reprinted stuff because i'm a diehard kojima fan at heart i want a, full, a complete copy of snatcher and the mm-hmm. other thing would be uh panzer
0: dragoon saga no that'd be awesome those are your like yeah so to me like the biggest craziest ones are ones i'm planning on making i haven't um there's a really really fancy darius um for collector's edition or Darius uh, Collector's Edition for PS4 that came out in Japan that I want it's like four or five hundred bucks. Uh, that's absurd for me that I'm gonna buy that, but I am. And then uh, I plan on picking up um, Shadow Tower and Kingsfield soon, uh, one and two on PS1, all three of those. So that'll be very expensive yeah. to get mm-hmm. all of those. But I, I, I plan. I on on
2: one point and now it's just like I missed the boat.
0: <laughs> I'm saving up for it. I'm saving up for it. I'm trading some stuff. I'm selling some stuff. I'm making it work in my mind. I'm not just gonna pay retail and. It is what it is, you know, or find some deals. Cause you can find, I found, I can get, um, I've seen Kingsfield too reasonable. I've seen some good deals on Kingsfield too. Kingsfield one, not so much shadow tower. No, no, no deals. So. Shadow <laughs> tower. I saw in one of
3: my local stores and oh my God, it is insulting of mm. the price it's selling for combined with the condition of it. It's like the, um, the, the manual itself it mm-hmm. took like a 30 minute swim in a pool and <sighs> they're selling it for close to market
0: value. That's all the stores do that around Like, me, Yeah, really.
4: they all do they're, it. Like, at they they wipe their the
0: butt with the manual and they charge eBay retail. Like, okay.
4: hey, like, guys, if I you ask me, up. this
3: should be like 50% off given the condition of this thing here. <laughs> I've crazy.
2: seen something pretty rare for sale this week that probably shows up once every two years and it was in the P... SYC group on Facebook and it was a PS1 minty copy of Cindy's Fashion World which is the most expensive power, power game right yeah yeah, yeah. 2000 pounds um it wasn't a price on it was make offers only and you know it went to pms and things like that but it's it's one of those games that it doesn't even show up once a year it shows up every couple of years so it's pretty special to see it
4: mm-hmm.
2: there was also, there was also a copy of the most expensive PSP game show up. I'm just gonna grab the name of it. Bear with me one
3: second. Is it that one that was only at select hotels as like a tool or something?
2: Different one. I, I know the one that you're thinking of. This one is uh, L. L. Lamery Online
3: or something like that. Okay, because I thought that That PSP big, game uh, on eBay the is like ever. ever. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, no, two people. Um, Sebastian got his copy about six months ago. Here we go. It's called El Mintage Original. There's only 300 of that exist. One's on eBay for $10,000. But yeah, someone on Facebook managed to get one for their full PSP set. Again, a full set collector. So that's two copies less. And, mm-hmm. you know, when full set collectors get these games, that's two copies that aren't in circulation anymore. Till like, death. Till their collection, basically. Yeah, yeah. till death mm-hmm. pretty
0: much. Or the divorce, or she <laughs> forces him to. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you don't have a choice, boys.
3: Or if it's stolen,
0: mm, that's well, that too. There, there are crazy game, stories. That, I mean, we
2: heard the story about the divorce and the um the kid sold off his dad's collection for you know dollars of what it was worth when it was worth like two hundred thousand
0: dollars, and he sold it for like two thousand dollars. <laughs> Like Those stories are out there. <laughs> I know. That's why every time I see a video or a story about somebody who got some great deal, I'm like, on the other end of that is some sad, sad man. Who's like, I went off to college and my damn mom stole my Graphics collection. Why?
2: <laughs> I like those stories that you hear when it's like someone's mom sold their collection and it's like a 30-year-old a or 40-year-old and their mom still has their collection in their childhood house. It's like, mm-hmm. if you're at that age... It go Go and get it it. sorry but (laughs) your mom's probably at the point of her life where she wants to declutter the house Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) that's true that's fair but uh, at the same time you know it's you know that that's that's different you know but like i when i was a kid like i remember um uh my i'd split custody I'd go back between my parents house. and one day my mom just decided to give away a bunch of my toys to the neighborhood kids Cause she's like, "Yeah, you're old. You don't need him anymore." And I came back. I'm like, "Where are my stuffed animals?" <laughs> she's like, "They're gone." I came away. I'm like, "You get away, Mister Boo Boo." You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So, yeah, like, just because you don't play with it doesn't mean it doesn't still doesn't have sentimental value. value. Yeah, I was yeah.
0: attached to, even then. I was still attached to my stuff. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I had two very opposite parents where. um my dad's a bit of a hoarder and my mum's a declutterer so they they split up when i was a teenager so dad held on to everything and he had all the ps1 and um some of that ps2 stuff and then ps2 games i guess we were playing and um ps3 stuff mum had and sold all that stuff but when I started collecting, I was able to go to my dad's and get my original PS1 games, my original PS1 box, and still had it all in the cupboard like it was just day one. <laughs> je- je-
3: jealous of you that your parents decided to keep, like, the original boxes for mine back then. It was up until the Wii. All of, as far as even, like, the game cases, we threw all that out. We just kept the game disc in, like, this little binder for every single system.
4: Mm-hmm. Thankfully,
3: today, I have... Pretty much everything back that I used to have uh, back in my youngest years that really the only expensive one that I had to get was really just a Def Jam Fight for New York on PS2, which that was my brother's game back then. But anything else I would have had back then is nowhere near as expensive as that game is today.
2: It's almost how everyone starts collecting. And you guys are probably the same, right? You get into video games, you enjoy it. You buy a couple that you want to play, and then if you start collecting, you buy your childhood collection, right? That's mm-hmm. what so I that
0: rebu- did. That started rebuilding my childhood PS One collection, and then it just spiraled out of control, friend.
3: Thankfully, and the only like... RPG I had back then was just Final Fantasy VII. So nice. buying a lot of RPGs <laughs> today. If I wanted to rebuild that childhood collection, thank God it's not expensive to achieve uh, that like
0: subseries your
3: childhood games.
0: 15
2: million of these exist.
4: (laughs) But
0: but that's what I literally say. I I was always into RPGs in general, but so I bought mostly RPGs from my childhood. And then I was like, well, what other RPGs are there on the PS one? And I'm like, I should get those two. Those should be great. Yeah. I got them all except for Valkyrie profile. And um, I don't know if I'm going to pick that one up. I'd like to, I I bought
3: that. Thanks to Barbie as well. Pretty
0: (laughs) expensive. That one. Uh, I would like that one. Um, yeah, I would like Clock Tower 1 and 2 as well on PS1. But there's a lot of stuff My I've <laughs> from, um, from limited rare games where you
2: know, I bought it at retail and I ended up selling it for $2,500. And I used that money to buy games that were games that I wanted but were more expensive than I wanted to spend. But when you get money off a sale, you know, you don't have that feeling of guilt buying something else because it's like, no, no, this money was from the video game. I didn't, I didn't work for it. You know, I don't feel as mm-hmm. guilty buying those things. And I was able to buy a few Holy Grails. I, I believe I knocked out a lot of the um, box Lego games after that. And like some of those were going for a hundred euros a piece, you know, and it's, I want this set, but I can't justify spending, you know, a hundred euros on just one box game where
4: mm-hmm.
2: I think I mm-hmm. dropped like a thousand dollars the night the money came
0: in and just bought all this stuff. <laughs> So it's funny that you say that because for so long, I was always on like, I can't justify spending a lot on an expensive game when I can buy all these other things. And now I'm at the point where my space is running out and I'm like, I prefer to buy expensive things. <laughs> I'd rather just save up and get one thing because at least I can store it. And I have that one thing where opposed to like, there's lots of games that are cheap that I'm like, I oh, want that that I'm like, no, I'm not picking that up. I don't have a room for it. Like I just, ah. it's a lot of games like that.
2: I get that, Joe. And um, once you start to run out of room, it then makes more sense to buy that one game that fits in the collection
0: rather than. And you then you start selling ten games to afford the damn thing, and then you now I can buy like some more games. So that's it's, it's all about for me. I have to recycle up my my stuff. That's all.
2: You guys want to play the thingsy quiz?
3: Oh hell yeah! Might as well.
0: I was born for this.
2: That means chat, you guys are going to be playing as well. Let's get the chat score up. Bear with me one second. I'll just put it on the screen, that'll be easier. (laughs) So, chat score we've got two people on four points Jason Trickster and Mario Mario. You guys both have four points. Banffy has three points. The Collectionist and Cyrus both have two. And then on one point, we've got Windy Corner TV, Jimmy J, Lulu Girl, and Westman. So first person of five points will win a video game shipped anywhere in the world, meaning Jason and Mario, you guys have the chance to win a game today. So good luck. Um, once someone wins points, we'll be getting reset and we will have a new competition just to let you guys know. However, today's chat question We need the full video game title. Only one person gets the point. First person to correctly name the full video game title in chat and we'll get the point. We'll leave it up for a second while we get the quiz all ready.
0: Joe, David, who's going to go first tonight? I know i know what, what, what do you want to do d street you're the guest first or second let's do second
4: All right, let's so he's, he's playing
0: strategically
2: so i can not announce <laughs> tonight we have i would say it's a new style of question uh, so you guys know mm-hmm. our new style of question we've been doing where we pull up like 15 different images and you guys got to guess the game well mm-hmm. pavel's fought outside of the box and today what we're going to be doing for question nine is i'm not going to pull up an image However, I will be playing certain sounds from video games and you guys will be mm-hmm. taking turns to guess the sounds. There's 15 of them. They're not going to okay. be songs, but there's certain sounds from video games. Oh. and It's really fun. Some really, really cool stuff in there. So it should be cool.
0: Okay.
2: No one's got the um, chat question yet. So let's get into the quiz. Oh, I better pull up the question. <laughs> All right, Joe. Question number one How many PS3 games have Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank as a playable character? Is
4: it six, mm. seven,
2: eight, or nine?
3: Hey, no looking at your shelf.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we, we what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: So I know how many actual mainline games there are, but here's the question: Is he in like some fighting game, or is he in a racing game, or is he in some sort of other thing?
3: It's like all of his appearances across all PS games. Every
0: appearance
2: that Ratchet made on PS three oh, as a playable God, For character.
0: God's sakes! I mean, this is—I will say seven.
2: Incorrect.
3: Damn. Damn! Sorry. It's I'm eight. Afraid.
2: Incorrect. So the answer was nine. We had oh, geez. seven mainline Ratchet and Clank games, and then we had PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale.
0: Yeah.
2: PlayStation Move, Hero. Move Heroes. Heroes. Both of
3: them. Damn.
2: All right, moving on to question number two, Devin. This one's for you. How many unique one piece games are there on PS3? Are there three, four? five or six?
3: There is five.
2: Incorrect. Joe? Four? Correct answer is four. Joe takes the point.
0: Sweet. I mean, I've literally been buying One Piece games, so...
2: There was a trilogy, and then there was a one and two double pack, but mainline titles had the four. All right, moving on to question number three. Joe, this one's for you. In what Metal Gear game title, to create more than one save slot, you had to pay $10?
0: Metal Gear? I mean, I should know this, I'm assuming. Uh, Survive? I don't know.
2: Correct answer is Metal Gear Survive. (laughs) Sweet.
0: (laughs) I'm like, which one did (laughs) everyone... Which one did everyone hate? Like I think it was that one, so I'm assuming it must be that one.
2: All right, Devin. What is inside of this Game Boy?
4: <laughs> that's
3: Bomberman.
2: Why well, it is Bomberman, that's not the answer we were looking for. Joe
0: Like what like it's 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 like a swatter, it's like a swatter game. Like squirt on thing, you like you squirt little things up I mean I don't know what you're asking what's well that's not the answer so okay you might, you, might,
2: you might be thinking like that's not what it is so
0: oh then I don't know
2: so the correct answer was shampoo
3: that's shampoo <laughs> that's shampoo <Okay>. alright right. <laughs> All alright alright well How does it come
2: out? We question number five I can confirm that we have a correct answer in chat and getting three points, correct answer goes to the collectionist. Well nice. done, this And the answer was "IL2 Stummoving, Birds of Prey." That was a tough one.
0: Very nice. Yeah, I knew the "Birds of Prey," but I had no idea what that first part was.
2: <laughs> yeah, collectionist goes to three points, and you are now two points away from a video game. This is um, this is getting getting exciting. <laughs> that
0: is, yeah. All these people will be on four points.
2: All right, moving on to question five. Joe, this one's for you. Okay. What does Y-L-O-D mean?
0: You live or die?
2: Incorrect. Devon?
0: Yellow light of death. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. The yellow
2: light of death. Yeah. Well, you might be correct, Joe. That was not the video game answer we looked <laughs> That was the sure, fun yeah, answer sure, that Joe gave. Sure. I don't know, like, <laughs> you live all, I don't long? Long?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, question six. Devin, this one's for you. PS1, Taxi, and Taxi 2 game titles are region exclusive for what European country?
3: Um taxi games these are
2: taxi one and taxi two i'm
3: gonna guess france correct answer was france hell yeah
2: (laughs) well done (laughs) man Um, potential a
3: answers you could give for yeah. europe you know oh, yeah yeah
2: no, no you did well there's 54 countries in europe you did well <laughs> i was gonna say You're like I only had two of them
3: <laughs> yeah only two were coming to mind the other was spain <laughs>
2: all right before we move on to the next round we'll get a quick score update joe's out on two points and Devin's also on two points game on guys very excited. So next round is going to be Guess the Covers. I'm going to show you guys some photos, and you have to guess the game covers from the photos. Joe, here is your picture for the week
0: mm-hmm. Star Ocean Silver Story.
2: Oh, <laughs> it's Star Ocean Second Story, but I'll pay that. Oh, second? Oh, okay.
4: All
0: right, sorry. The so silver's like the a... second tier. Oh, I'm thinking of Lunar. It all just meshes in my brain. Isn't that the silver story or something? I don't know why Kingdom Hearts was silver. Star Story is Lunar. Yeah, you give me the points, all right? Woo! I'll take it. All right, <laughs> uh, Devin. Here
2: is your question of the week. <laughs>
0: Why is it so hard it is hard though i don't know of just two images still
3: it's still hard
0: what's up with that bird on the left bro (laughs) (laughs) what happened there (laughs) looks like uh the dad showing off his crackhead son <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm i think it's a baby bird and these feathers haven't formed yet oh all right i'm sorry i'm being mean to the hideous looking baby i have no idea at all <laughs> now past Evan. pass yeah uh, i'm Jeff? terrible at these things dude i <laughs> this is a tough one man and yet it's still only two pictures <laughs> um it's hard. What is that thing on the right? Like it could be, I can interpret that in so many ways. It could be a square. It could be a pipe. It could be beams. It could be metal. It could be bird metal or something. Beak metal or some shit. I don't know. Something metal. Um, Something flying metal, bird metal. Flying. Beak.
4: Squeaking. Final
0: no, I don't got no nothing. No, no. I want, I want one more time on the clock. All uh, right. 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> i believe it is i don't know i got nothing
2: correct answer was birds, birds of steel. steel
0: okay that makes sense i've no, never heard of that, of that game
2: all right guys before we move into our final round just a quick score update joe's got three points Gavin has two points i'm gonna read out the rules of our final round the rules you need to guess the sound effects from video games. There are 15 questions in total. You ask questions in turn from 1 to 15. The player with the fewest points starts. If a player does not know the answer and does not want to give an answer, the turn goes to the, the other player. But if a wrong answer is given, the player gets a strike. And you're allowed three strikes. However, you can't get two in a row. So if you don't know it, you can skip once, but you can't skip twice. So if the other person doesn't know it as well, you have to try and answer it. So
3: you have to all answer right. the sound effect or the game it's from?
2: Um, I need the game it's from. So Devin, all you're going to be starting. And um, I can repeat the sound if you do need it repeated. So these are all going to be quite short. All right, Devin, here is your sound.
3: That's Gran Turismo.
2: That is Gran Turismo, correct. Joe, number
4: two. <laughs> dude, C- come I'm on, Joe. I'm not going
0: to do good on this. No, dude. I'm going to be bad at this.
3: <laughs> I mean, I love sound design and games
0: overall, so I may have You're the advantage crush here. crush me, then. You're going to crush me. Um, I don't know. No right. Do you, you want to pass or do you want to answer? I want to pass.
2: Okay, Devin?
3: That's Tomb Raider PS1.
2: That is Tomb Raider. That's the Mm. secret um, shrine sound. All right, question number three. Devin, this one's for you.
3: That is Uncharted when you die.
2: That is the death sound from Uncharted.
3: I'm going to get crushed.
0: (laughs) I don't know any of these. (laughs)
3: <laughs> you don't know that you ever done crushing runs or <laughs> the Bro. amount of times you die on the hardest I... difficulty
2: <laughs> go ahead all right question four Joe. this one's for you mm-hmm. What have we got?
0: oh it's Crash Bandicoot you better that, yeah, when you get that an
2: Aki Aki and Crash Bandicoot okay
0: thank God all right all right I'm Jesus all right thank God got Sorry,
4: <laughs> yeah but this one's for you
3: Play that again.
0: It's familiar. God, that's so familiar. Is that from Dynasty Warriors?
2: devon has got a strike.
0: No. Okay. God, it's some type of building sim game or something. Like, um, oh shoot oh god i know it dude it's in my brain it won't come out it's killing me oh shoot it's is it warcraft two joe Uh, has a strike
2: damn it it. um yeah yeah, because you've both got it wrong you guys can choose to pass and we will go to another question and we'll come back to this one at the yeah. end. Or you can attempt to answer it again. It's up to you. So I will play the sound.
0: I know the sound. I played that game. I know it. I just can't uh, tell you what it is. I pass. And Joe? No, no, no. I'm not thinking of a yeah, straight We'll come now. back to that
2: one at the end. So the next one. Um, Devin?
1: Major fracture detected.
3: That's Half-Life.
2: That is Half-Life, correct. Yeah.
0: God, dude, they're all so familiar. I like. I know this it is familiar. Yeah.
3: I'm passing. So you can
2: guess what you can pass.
3: Pass. Pass. All right, Devin. I pass.
2: All right. Um,
3: you didn't plan for this.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll just move on to the next one. We will come back to these at the end. Okay. So, Joe, your next question.
0: definitely NES. Okay, one more time.
2: Sorry, just realized one of Okay.
0: Definitely NES, dude. I don't know.
2: Any of the pass or guess?
0: Donkey Kong.
3: Joe's got another strike. Evan? Duck Hunt. You know, that douchebag dog? (laughs) That is
2: from Duck Hunt. That is correct. Mm. All right. Question nine, Joe. You are on two strikes. So
0: yeah, I'm screwed. Like this. <laughs> dude, this is so hard. I can't I can't place it. I know it all, but it's like. Oh man. Good. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Um it Sounds like one of the rabid things to me, dude. From Mario Rabbids, but I'm wrong. So go ahead.
2: Joe is locked down. Unfortunately that was wrong. Of course all right, it is. On. You're the only one left. What is this one? You can pass if you like, or you can attempt to enter.
3: You'll pass this for now.
2: Alright. Yeah, you can't pass this one.
3: Hey, listen! Navi, Navi from OOT, Ocarina of Time.
4: That's
0: I knew that one!
3: Bastard! <laughs> That's the only one that instantly sprung to mind, I take it.
2: <laughs> All right, Joe. Unfortunately, Joe, you're out. But Devin I'm here is the next one. And you can pass on this one, too. Is that Wii Sports? That is not Wii Sports. devon has got a second strike. You can either pass or you can attempt to answer again.
0: I know that noise. I've heard it a million times. I played whatever that is. I just can't place these things, man. I don't know how
3: you're so good at that. It sounds like it'd be from a sports game or some arcade game. That's really familiar. Pass for now. All right. Now, this next one you can't pass on. Bomb has been planted. Counter Strike.
2: That is correct. All right. Devin's still going. Number (laughs)
0: 14. God damn it, I know these. <laughs> I should have just shut up.
3: I know I've heard this so many times, but I've never played the game it's from. So,
0: <laughs> yes, you have. Impossible. Although, that's I hadn't played Uncharted, so that's probably how you feel about that question, too. So, <laughs> I that... played it, but I can't
2: remember the death animation from Uncharted, mm. but like on PS3 back in the day, you
3: know. Is that Earthworm Jim?
2: It's not Earthworm Jim, and Devin is now out. So I will. It's go Mortal Kombat. One. He's missed. That was Mortal Kombat.
3: I don't play Mortal Kombat, so but I wouldn't. That
0: sound it. here was from Tony Hawk.
3: I yeah, don't play Tony Hawk. Yeah, that's
0: definitely what it is, Tony Hawk. I've heard it a million times. That was Pac-Man. Yeah. When, when did you play that one? That's yeah. He that's. He didn't play that one yet.
2: Did I miss that one? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was from Angry Birds. Oh. And the one you missed that, Joe, I know you knew because you got the fucking genre.
0: Dude, I Age know. Of vampires. Age of Empires. Yes. i but Age like, of Empires, really? I, I played it's the crap in my out head. Of that. And I know it. Like like well, that, like that Duck Hunt, I'm like, it's NES. I've heard it a million times. That's the I sound just that happens when you,
2: um, you level up your settlement be able to make no. that sound oh. there is one more but you just didn't get to the final question so we'll save that for next week
4: no no let's Can do it go. come on come
2: on <laughs> <laughs> let
0: go four but out on nine points what no wait this week wait. To Devin. congratulations no, that's Dave. not what i had i had uh i'm pretty sure this is what i had is that not right no, no, <laughs> I'm no. Kidding. i why did it say 37 <laughs> joe And me too I was, uh, yeah. not well not done not Devin. that right. was
2: impressive congratulations
0: song. sir Good very comeback
2: nice. compared to last time. Yeah. time. Very nice. We had some redemption after the offense.
3: You introduced sound design and music
0: games. Oh, I'm all over that stuff. Awesome quiz again this week, Pavel. That yeah, that, that was
2: cool. There was good sounds mm-hmm. too because it wasn't just like soundtracks. It
0: was, no, these are in the game. And oh, it was know, all good world. stuff. And it was all recognizable. I, it's just, uh, like I said, I've abused my brain, boys. Doesn't work like it's supposed to anymore. I don't know. It's just what it is. And
2: collectionists, well done, man. That was that was a hard one again in chat. I know
0: mm-hmm.
2: chat's questions have been getting a little bit harder, so well done to be getting the
3: points. They out. have the worst of it. Like, I mean those uh, those questions of like uh, hey, random pictures of nothing to do with anything. I can't do that worth shit. <laughs> I'm terrible at that stuff. So I glad love that. I'm not ones. in chat for that. Hey,
2: Dave wanted to ask what you've been playing,
3: man. Well, glad you asked. Last night, I finally played through uh, Police Knots for the first time. Oh, nice. nice. And that was with the official PlayStation mouse that I got uh, like a month or two ago. And safe to say, it's probably the weakest game Kojima's ever made, honestly. Uh, it's still a good game, keep in mind, but it's not... Uh, memorable at all i could only name like one thing from that game that would be like very iconic and memorable because you know like say like mgs 1 2 3 like there's so many memorable moments in those games and that's still so much fun as well too Especially MGS3, but Police Knots is just uh, yeah, that was a good story and the setting was cool, and the two main characters uh, Jonathan Ingram and Ed, uh, they were they were pretty likable characters. Uh, but it's just a game like uh, yeah, I played that and I'm probably gonna forget about it in like two months possibly. But regardless, very happy to finally play that game because Kojima is my favorite developer ever. And then what I plan on uh, playing next will. I don't know, probably one of those three games, possibly. Or maybe this game, Cold Fear, or maybe Parasite Eve, possibly. Parasite Eve, I played like halfway through it, maybe like a year ago. I don't know why I didn't finish it at the time, but hopefully like this
0: month I'm gonna go back and actually play through this finally. That's I want I want Parasite Eve to have a remake more than anything. That deserves a proper PS5 HD remaster rebuild from the ground up. It's like, that's the that's, one
3: IP. Crew, the last
0: of us. Give me Parasite Eve.
3: <laughs> that's the one IP Square Enix uh, owns that they need to bring back is Parasite Eve compared to anything else that they own, in my opinion. I think it would be a, a huge
2: success. No, no, I'll disagree. Sleeping Dogs needs to come back. <laughs> we need a Sleeping Dogs too. i they
3: didn't make a sequel to that. That game was pretty fun.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm was awesome and they didn't and it came out in 2010 and it was so like awesome for its time and like the yakuza series blew up why didn't they do a second one like, come on <laughs> it, i i would put it down to it they put out a gta clone and it didn't sell like a gta game that's why they didn't put a second one out <laughs>
0: So it's a pretty high bar to set for yourself. Oh, yeah. Saints
3: Row tried to do that. and it seemed like it, it definitely had its audience, but it's now just a dead franchise. Personally, I never liked Saints Row. I've always just preferred GTA for those types of games. But uh, it'd be nice to have, you know, alternatives of equal
0: quality. Oh. Figures on the, on the job. What are you looking up, buddy? Um,
2: So Sleeping Dogs sold its first year over 1.5 million copies. Like, and they didn't make a sequel.
3: Because Square Enix's sales ex- expectations are ridiculous. Like, it feels like all their games, no matter what, if it's uh, not to Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, they need to sell at least 10 million copies in order for them to consider a success, I swear. They're the worst... Company or like publisher that's like that these days, ever since like, the t- 2010s, they've been like that.
2: That qualifies for a greatest hits game. Like, there's what mm-hmm. 70 games that got greatest hits on PS3, or I don't know, less than 100. You know, like that's one of the best selling games, and they're just like, nah, we'll just move on. Well,
3: well at least they <laughs> was made, made a definitive last. edition. Like, they don't even make games
2: on. like that anymore. It's, it's disappointing. I love, I love Sleeping Dogs. I talk about it on this podcast all the time because it's such an amazing game.
3: Well, well, that's one of the things Joe that, does um, for Brave Fencer Musashi. <laughs> I love that game. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I plan on getting yeah.
3: that pretty soon. Uh, hopefully, whenever I find it for a good price. But I'm itching more and more that I finally want to get that game and play it for myself.
0: So, so I would love to have that. Like I don't want that remade, but like a graphic spruce up or a HD remaster of Brave Fencer Friends of Musashi. That'd be great. Same boy, Zach. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love it um what yeah. you don't like uh can't
3: remember the person that plays the main character but it's the same person that did uh ash ketchum right i th- i think so
0: it's very
3: very similar so they, they do better not change different. that same voice actor right there because whatever he plays or i think it's a woman that i think it's like, a woman yeah yeah like don't change uh, any role that person had it's always iconic whenever she plays a character in yeah. anything yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, but, uh, sleeping says, um,
2: oh. wasn't sleeping dogs technically just true crime free I, I technically it was really but like completely different games but yeah technically right there
4: what but the you have they- to
2: play true crime games to understand sleeping dog it wasn't like stories continued or anything like
0: that it's in a different continent you know i think uh giant open world e-type games just cost a goddamn fortune to make so that's why they have to have those insanely high expectations for sales figures whereas like a normal budgeted game they would be more than happy to have that if that makes sense but square doesn't do any like low budget anything so I just you know I think that's a problem in the in the, the game industry in general it's just like some of these games just cost too damn much to make and so then they have to sell 10 million of them. To make money, it's the same problem Walt Disney has with their movies. It's like they're like they made 180 million, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they, they lost it cost it. 500 million, yeah, they, uh, how'd they we'll lose it? It? Well, because it costs 250 to make, 100 to advertise, and they only made 180." So you know, it, it is well, like a Mr.
2: Beast video, how he spends you know two million dollars to make these videos, so they have to get a hundred million views or can't make the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is a good thing, like. I know GTA 5 at the time was the most expensive media ever made, and obviously it made, you know, bank. So yeah, you, know, you know, be putting Just- in money on GTA 6. You know, it'll be the most expensive thing ever made when it comes.
3: Just to it. imagine when they do like upload the first like real trailer for that game
2: it will break the internet It'll it's going to so break great. the
3: planet for god's sakes if GTA 5 was anything to go off back then and it's still like one of the best selling games today or like games that uh like whatever that ch- uh, chart is that we discussed last time uh, where like what's the uh, the game that is sold the most with throughout like this month like GTA 5 is almost always there
2: yeah every single month for the last 10 10- more than 10 years now gta have been in like the top 10 sales
3: yeah so just imagine games okay, that make it once. comes out
2: imagine if that was a song one song had been in the top 10 from 2013 and it's still a top 10 song like that is unheard of songs do it for imagine less if less.
0: that song was Mbop by hanson so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that song honestly
3: <laughs>
2: But, like, you couldn't you couldn't have a movie in the cinemas for 10 years? Like, that's what we'd be looking at, like a movie that is still being shown. Hey, people like, Can are still selling out. get it see out it. of the theater! <laughs> you guys showing GTA 5? I know it came out 10 years ago, but we still want to see it at the cinemas. Like, that's mm-hmm. like buying a game at retail price 10 years later.
0: <laughs> that's weird. And whatever hey I do, uh, go to my...
2: Ketchup a minute ago, I had a meme that um, Pavel shared about Ash Ketchum. When you're forty seven and you still try to catch him mm-hmm. off
4: <laughs> <laughs> just the eyes day, just
3: make day. it look <laughs> really bad.
2: The bald the bald <laughs> bald head. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Bro I know that's what he looks like under that hat. So. Hey, hey, who knows?
3: <laughs> After how long he was on the show.
0: Joe, so you been playing anything new
2: lately? Oh yeah, yeah. Matching out a lot of
0: Well, I was playing Beat Saber until uh, I was forced to retire because my headset is piece of crap. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I've been playing um, that game Undermine a lot. I don't know, I'm streaming it too. That game is really fun. Um, it's have
3: you ever played a D Street or heard of it? That's that uh Zelda roguelike, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've so recently basically. been playing that since last month. And it's like, wow, that's really fun. Really enjoying mm-hmm. it. Just
0: play it on and off like once every week or so. Yeah. So I get addicted to these types of games and I like will just put a million hours and unlock everything and then I get bored and move on to the next one.
3: My <laughs> most favorite is still uh, enter the gungeon mainly love that game because yeah, the fine. music is really good, even though I don't listen to it when I'm not playing the game. It's it's amazing when you're playing the game. It's one of those soundtracks mm-hmm. for a game. But uh, another thing that really adds to the flavor, I swear, the developers of Gungeon, they, their favorite game series is probably Metal Gear because <laughs> of the amount of references that's in the game. I mean, they have uh, two secret boss fights they added in updates that's literally Metal Gear fights. And uh, the last one they did, which was the Hind D from MGS1, Cam Clark is in the game <laughs> and he voices hmm. the the boss like he and is the only character in that game that is that actually is talking that is voice is cam clark who That's plays true. who plays liquid snake
2: they could do something cool like make it that you have to like change to player two on the controller to do the boss fight or something like that you know like oh, you know, they we had to pull the controller out and put it in the second oh, if they
3: imp- somehow implemented a psycho mantis fight into that game it's like okay like you guys are You guys made
0: the ultimate fan
3: service video game for Metal Gear.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they just, um, they're releasing an Enter the Gungeon, Exit the Gungeon switch combo cart I'm going to pick up soon. So I don't think it's coming on a PS4, though, with the Enter, with the Exit the Gungeon game.
3: Exit the Gungeon does have a physical release on PS4, but only in Europe, I believe. okay. And Enter the Gungeon was... uh, Special Reserve. Yeah, I think was Special Reserve. It wasn't limited run mm-hmm.
0: games. It was one other company. It was oh, it's Special Reserve. Special Reserve. I I know for a fact because I remember they had a blind box sale and I got six copies of Enter the Gungeon. And I called them and I was like, "I'll freaking <laughs> stab you!" <laughs> and I sent and I sent them back, and then they sent me a bunch of different games. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Blind box. Here's all the same game. They gave me blind six blind copies of Enter the the and I was like, this is completely unacceptable. I'm like, was, I'm, I'm going to return s- everything. I'm going to drive down to Texas and drop this off on your face if you don't get my
3: money back. I was going to Could, if you still have one of those, can you send one my way? Because I, I really want a copy of it <laughs> mm. badly. <laughs> I, yeah, love, it like it. I love that the game so much. Where
0: you got like I, six I'll six look. More, I dollars. might have two. If I do have two, I swear to God, I'll give you one. I don't know. I might. I definitely Please, have
3: please one. do. I want one. I love that game. It's one of my favorite indie
0: games. Um, the best one being Cave Story IMO. Well, I love um, Cave Story as well. Um, I want to get that on 3DS. That one's pricey. But I have that on speak, Switch. And... Speaking of, I'll show you something related to Cave Story. That's I got the year um, that I have. I have the Nicholas Launch Edition version of that game with the manual inside of it still. The old... no, I... Yeah, and then I have a... So when I first started collecting for the Switch, I literally bought all of the nicholas launch editions and then i bought another copy of all of them so i could open them all so i have two copies of all of the launch editions i mean it's kind of your favorite publisher right the... well i was obsessed with the binding of isaac and uh he appeared in several other games so i started getting those and then i just was like yeah i just like subsets and like going. when
2: it's and your favorite stuff. like from software i have every version of dark souls you know the japanese version the american version yeah uk version of the australian because mm-hmm. it's my favorite game and i want to own every little different cover that they do yeah and you know they it's not like it's expensive to go and buy a japanese cover of a game but if it's got different mm-hmm. artwork and it's your favorite then it's special to
0: i dude i've been doing that um lately with the. Uh, there's a lot of games that get a really badass korean cover and they all have english so i've been yeah. getting games that have the korean version too because i'm like it's just so cool i want the artwork like uh The Gungor Grave has a badass Korean cover, and I was like, I'm buying that just because I want it. Um, I'm like that for uh,
3: Resident Evil games, Uh, like I'm going to buy like every region version of it because it's one of my favorite series and one of the cooler ones to buy for like other regions because the box art is completely different uh, for like the older games at least i mean japan alone you know it's called biohazard over there so the name's are already different and uh, another one that i want at least like all japanese versions is the final fantasy series for all the mainline games and some spinoffs if the price is reasonable but one i want to show nice man So this is just a standard copy of it, and this one here, it's the lenticular cover of it. I remember I did get this back uh, when it first came out, uh, but that was at that time when I sold all my 3DS stuff to get a Vita, which I'm glad I did, but I did end up getting this back. The funny thing is, I gotta figure out which one has it. Yes, so the lenticular one doesn't have the cartridge, but my other one... It, it, it does have it nice. If I remember, that's, that's I a really uh, good
0: version of the game.
3: It, it is though. It is lacking like most of the extra modes that came with like cave story plus, but it's still mm-hmm. a pretty unique version that alone is worth playing though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved that game on, uh,
0: I played it on the switch. Absolutely loved it.
3: And that's probably the best version of the game because of like quality of life features. They added to it. I mean, they fixed that uh, the worst part in the game, which was the uh, dog escort mission mm. <laughs> where all the other versions, uh, except the Switch versions, you had to get the dogs individually one by one. The Switch version, you find one, you come across another one, you're going on back, you can pick it up, and they just, you have a tower of dogs on quotes back for some reason. It looks stupid, but that made that quest
0: way less tedious, thankfully. Um, so what else have i been playing we, uh, i I'm on my like the end of dead space I just have to pick it up and finish it um like at the very end of that um then um pick that up this month that game's sick, yeah, that was like my first halloweeny halloween halloweeny I don't know why I said it like that my first Halloween <laughs> team <laughs> but I don't know what i don't know yeah i'm i'm curious I, I I'm not sure i'm gonna play another horror game next time but uh, uh and then um I've been playing this game um, called Plate Up. It's a co-op cooking game, kind of like Overcooked. I don't know if you guys yep. haven't played Overcooked. I played Overcooked with oh, my you've friends. You've told me about
2: Plate Up before, actually. I've looked
0: into it. Look at Oh, dude, I love Overcooked. It's like I legitimately like everybody. You know, yours. You you want GTA Six? I want Overcooked Three that badly. I want Overcooked (laughs) Three. Overcooked so 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 badly, dude. If you get like
3: a four stack of uh, friends to play, which I had back then, Mm -hmm. I gotta tell my friends to play it again on PC one of these days. But Mm -hmm. it can be. A very, very fun co op game, but mm. it also can be the most stressful game of all time. Oh, yeah. It,
0: <laughs> it's so it stressful. Tests, <laughs> it tests relationships for sure.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: it's very very simple to understand what you have to do in the game like for me i jumped in late when my friends were like way into the game like late game so Mm -hmm. i was doing like end game stuff uh, and yet i was just starting brand new but i picked up really fast on it though so it's very simple game to learn just you better have the most coordinated team of all time, like way more than any competitive game ever.
0: Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's literally like a it's no, beautiful yeah, team to watch when everybody's doing their thing and everybody's working as a team and this guy's doing that <laughs> and passing this and it's all like this big machine. I love it. Did um, you
3: ever get to the level where
0: it's uh, I've beaten the, the whole game, like a thousand you've times. You've beaten the game. whole, oh God. yeah. We four-starred the game. Like we're insane. Me and my girlfriend are obsessed. We stopped playing when
3: we came across the level where there's like a, a cross of like a whole crevice and you had to have someone get on like a moving platform and like one person With had to switches. like turn something. Yeah. Like when we first saw that, we had to pause and like try to think of what we're supposed to do. And it was like, mm-hmm. screw this. We're, we need a break. My, my brain really hurts right now. <laughs> that,
0: that's. So all our Overcooked (laughs) games would either end in like, oh my god, my brain hurts, I can't do this anymore, or a huge fight. That's the only way they end. That's the only way they end. Where it's like, put the thing in the... No, put it in the thing. Oh, put it the... it's on fire! God damn it! You it the... Why did you do that? everybody's yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the
3: it's so stressful, but at same
0: time, so much fun. It's, yeah, like, it, I love it. And, uh, Sounds like, again, like, we should all play it again around the stream. Dude, that's what I was trying to tell you. We should play it on stream. We should, maybe. yeah. Pretty we can cool. get a four
3: stack. We, I'd be all for it. I do have yeah. it... Uh, the whoops i do have all of the what was it, the all you can eat edition on yeah, ps5 like that. that's uh, all the games in one right that's the
0: best version yeah, yeah you want i got that, that years ago so yeah i have that at least so the very first game was missing some quality of life like you can't like throw stuff to each other and like some of the like you don't have as many options of buttons and stuff so the all you could all you can eat version gives you like all of those features in the for, for the first game too Okay. so it's really the version you want to play anyway the whole point of that was uh plate up is a game that's not available physically yet i think it's coming out in march but it was on steam and i saw the uh, ad for it and i was like i ain't waiting until march i want more overcooked in my life today and this is it's basically like an overcooked clone kind of but it's uh it's like a roguelite so it's like never ending overcooked so it's what oh, i wanted cool. yeah it's just you can just keep playing it forever and it, it's it um, it's definitely not the same, and uh, there's definitely differences about it. But I, it's it's definitely scratching that itch. Like I love it. So plate up is what it's called. If you're looking for a party game, co-op it, yeah. game, yeah, couch co-op. It's not a, a one-player game. It's not. It, it's it would be a terrible experience. I don't. think <laughs> yeah. fun. But uh, if you do have you know friends to play with, girlfriend to play with something like that, it it's a gra- it's one of the best co-op games hands down. Love it. Yes.
2: I've really been putting in a lot of hours playing games lately um I'm enjoying the new FIFA that's my little like casual thing where I'll, I'll do eBay work and I'll do like five listings play a game do five listings um I don't know if you guys obviously don't play FIFA but people watching there's a there's an award ceremony at the end of a year in career mode the t- first time they've ever added that so I, my mind blew the other night when I was watching an award ceremony for my players <laughs> apart from that I've almost finished starfield I'm pretty close to the final mission but the game that i've been really putting hours into is geo and i'm probably putting in like 5 or 6 hours a day on really learning the game i i studied brazil for like 4 hours yesterday and learned all the brazilian phone codes so.
4: <laughs> that's how <laughs> into nah, this man. game
2: i am getting nice. but I, i'm streaming it too um if you guys want to watch i'm streaming it over on twitch cuz it's got such a big community over on twitch where i don't want to um Split my stream up and do things like that and and it's got some really fun games that you can play with Twitch. So if you guys want to get it in play, it's a paid game But if you're playing with someone you don't have to pay so it's free I'm gonna try and stream Tuesday Thursdays and Saturdays at the same time. So starting tomorrow at a certain time I'll really start to try and stream on top of that. There's a World Cup for GeoGuessers starting tonight um, so yeah, if you want to check out the game, the world cup starts tonight and it's probably the best time to ever check it out because it's all the best players in the world are all in Sweden right now. And the world cup starts in like five hours. So yeah, it's pretty exciting.
0: Now, how did you know they're in Sweden? Was it the street signs or did was, was it the cars? Like
2: <laughs> yeah, the street signs and the,
0: the O had two dots above it, not the oh. sign. Like Norway. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Geo makes me feel really ignorant. it's one of those things that i thought i was good at the game six months
2: ago and now that i'm still playing i watched a video of me playing it back in the day i'm like oh my god how could i have not picked the country from that street sign or Mm. that's that's portuguese why why am i talking about spanish countries Mm. (laughs) but it's 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 good because you don't feel guilty in putting in like eight hours a day because you're learning something so I can play it all day and not feel guilty that I'm playing games all day, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like FIFA, FIFA is
3: games. your guilty pleasure casual yeah. game, you said?
2: Yeah. If I'm not working while playing FIFA or haven't done work, I'll feel bad. Same with Starfield. Like I have to finish all my work for the day before I play Starfield. Starfield is like my start at midnight, play it till I'm tired type game.
3: Nah, I think mine... uh recently is probably apex legends on pc i used to play that a little bit back then i got about like 100 hours into it i just like got back into it recently like last week uh really thanks to watching uh some uh, if i could say it right Ni- Nijisan niji san uh channels and uh, if you guys are familiar with uh, that group on youtube but uh, we're basically a bunch of VTubers though originally started where I found one uh, her name's Poma Rainpuff that she discovered Metal Gear for the first time and it's like her favorite thing ever that she went as far as to buy the MGS3 pachinko machine believe it or not oh, despite she just learned about the series earlier this year she loved it so so much she went out and bought that patchy slot machine, and God knows how much it cost.
0: I bet it's a fortune, dude. I think I I I would definitely like to own that or the Silent Hill one they made. Those are freaking cool, dude. I mean, I'm not a pachinko, but they would be cool to have it.
3: would Be cool to have because the sake of what it is, uh, despite you know, when it came out, we all hated them so much. Oh,
0: well, that's because we're all over here freaking you know, dying for games, we don't want a pachinko machine. It's like, geez. Yeah, but this God. might be a really good segue to my show
2: and tell because I pulled out that Metal Gear Solid piece from my collection. Yeah, I've been
3: eyeing that in the corner of you <laughs> over there. <laughs>
4: Just sitting over here,
2: I wanted to show this one off. So, what you got, boy?
3: What you guys know I
2: sold most of my consoles, but I kept my favorite one, and it is the Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriot, Japanese Limited Edition. Now, what's special about this is it's actually got limited edition printed on the console it's one of four really box ps3s that does this it is slightly different color too
0: yeah it's like a different gray Mm -hmm.
2: it is a beautiful box it's in perfect condition
0: and i have found a spot
2: for it in the game room it used to live in one of my closets so (laughs) it means Mm -hmm. more to me now that i get to look at it every single day
3: looks like you just bought it brand new that's how good condition it looks
2: basically Mm -hmm. yeah apart from this corner here which is still almost like a 9 out of 10 it's perfect so
3: hmm Jesus one day I'll get the MGS4 uh, PS3 bundle that we got in the States whenever I am that I have that much money to just blow on Metal Gear stuff uh, that'll be definitely that for the Apache slot machine
2: oh, so cool
3: mm-hmm.
2: but there is the a North American awesome. and power version of this console too but it hasn't got the limited edition printed on the console so if you want the console art you have to buy the japanese version
3: i think for the the north american one it's just a standard look in the fat ps3 yeah, right exactly. so it's you're essentially so essentially like today you just be buying it because of like the original box and like if it came with any extra goodies related to mgs4
0: basically yeah <laughs> you want me to go next yeah we doing show and tell we're doing that yeah <laughs> uh cool so um i ever played dungeon keeper you ever heard of a game called dungeon keeper anybody know what that is
2: sound like a free game that was on playstation at one point
0: yeah it might have been it was it was there was a free mobile game for it but it was originally like a pc game and it's Mm, uh yeah i remember that yeah, and it was like you would build tunnels underground and trade monsters and try to like invade the countryside and you were like you were like an evil monster, you were like the bad guy. And I just remember loving that when I was a little kid. They have like spirit they have spiritual successors on the PS3 there with those overlord games. You've seen overlord, oh, yeah, overlord, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that's like in the same either the same company or the same universe or they're based on that same franchise or whatever, but they're different. Anyway, long story short, I found out these games existed. I've never played them. I don't know if they're any good, but they were described as Dungeon Keeper meets Warcraft, and I really like both of those things. And so it's it, it's called it's called Dungeons 3.
2: Oh, dude, this is amazing amazing yeah i bought this and the guy i bought it from got Mm -hmm. so excited that i was buying this because he was playing it on pc at the time (laughs) i was like talking to a kid in a candy shop but i was the one it
0: It looks dope um
2: there's a second version of this i believe let me
0: pull it out so there's a on ps4 there's dungeons 2 and there's dungeons 3. i ordered dungeons 2 and dungeons 3. Um, there's a
2: complete edition of dungeons 3.
0: Well, this is oh, that's DLC. this is the extremely evil edition. I don't know. Is that not the same thing? I don't know. Either I'm not worried about the complete edition right now. I've never played it. See if I like it. If I like it, I'll pick that up too. Include
2: certainly. PSN voucher for the DLC.
0: Yeah. So whatever. I don't care. I'm a, I'm. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm a, this isn't something I need a brand new sealed copy anyway. I bought this used. So. Uh, it just looked like something I was curious about. Like I said, I love Dungeon Keeper, so if it's anything like that, I'm, I'll am i be happy to play it.
2: I only heard amazing things about it, so give it a go.
0: Yeah, I looked up, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was also pretty cheap. Um, and then I also picked up uh, Warhammer Vermintide. 2. Nice. It's like an FPS game. Uh, you can play it solo, but I believe it's more like a little geared towards playing co-op three or four people at a time. Yeah um like i see people streaming a lot and it's usually a couple people playing it at a time so um i don't know maybe i'll try to get a group online or maybe i'll play it by myself but again uh, it was like eight bucks something like that on amazon i
2: I actually pulled them out of my collection and put them on ebay this week because they're just i like total war warhammer games but i don't like those Mm -hmm. warhammer games they're just not for me so
0: true i mean i've never played it uh so i might hate it but like i said i figured i'd give it a try for like eight bucks why not why not yeah i love warhammer so it's like one of those franchises i'm like i'll give it a try just to see how it is even though a lot of it's bad
2: did you ever get into any warhammer
0: um in real life like the actual dag yeah, tabletop game with, um, um i've played it yeah. before but i i never got into painting models or um all that stuff so basically i have friends who i would just use their armies and play at their houses and stuff that's right. yeah which i love it it's great but like um uh, it's just—it's I mean, uh, a hobby that's like, you either do video
2: games or you like just do that because it's expensive.
0: Well, that's the—it's—it's th- <laughs> it's, it's one of those. It's like people are like, how come you don't like comics? I'm like, I just don't have time for. I have two. I'm. I collect. I'm, I'm into guitars. I'm into fucking games. I'm into like records. I'm into. I'm like, I don't have time or money for more stuff. All right, freaking. I got work anyway. Uh, I also got uh, a. Gear, Gear XRD Rev Two. So i've been I love lot uh, XRD
2: revelation one that was great
0: i've never played this particular version of the game but uh i i mean all the every Guild gear i've is awesome so i'm assuming this one is just as good um i've just i've been working on um trying to round out my ps4 fighting game collection oh, yeah. um there's a lot of king of fighters games what the hell there's dude. What the? And they're very. But we got the so. best.
2: The best King of Fighting games are all on the PS4. How good is that? The collection. I, I, the is it Amiga Collection? The.
0: um I'm gonna ask, just ask Reggie which ones I have to get and pick like three.
3: Yes, I he's I a fighting game nut.
0: Well, I know he loves that franchise too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I just
2: uh, yeah, King of Fighters is amazing one. though. I, I still mm-hmm. think four is it fourteen? The is the best. The Atlas one after.
0: Well, the one I was most familiar with is like the that 2000 one. I used to play the PlayStation one a lot. Um, loved that game, but um, I haven't played it much since. So. Uh, speaking of fighting games, I also got Blaz- Blaze Blue, Blue, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. It's probably a better version of this, too. A complete Super Ultra Edition. Design. I have no idea, but either way. The PS3 uh, version is more
2: expensive.
3: Uh, uh, so yeah, much in much the States, the PS3 player. version, it's like a $200 game now. Oh,
0: well, I'm happy to have this.
3: You at least got far that car yeah. cheaper, <laughs> far $10.
0: cheaper $10. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love the PS4, man. I don't see myself like, like it's funny. Like I, for a while, I was like, I'm gonna start buying PS5 and, and I like stopped buying PS5 games. I'm just like, screw that. I'm going back to PS4. I just like, you so can I buy them all the PS5. So it's like, yeah, I just I don't mm-hmm. see a per- i just would rather it'd it. be like in
2: twenty years time you bought the PS2 version instead of the PS1 version
3: and ps4 games overall are very very cheap now because a lot of people are getting rid of that stuff because they want
0: ps5s now so hell yeah i'm gonna be driving every best buy in new england give me audiom games (laughs) um so another (laughs) but i've got money (laughs) 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 yes
2: legally (laughs) robbing stores i do that all the time (laughs) Um... leaving like you've robbed them with a smile
0: (laughs) I um I don't know what it is. This is a probably a pretty niche genre, but I, I've been kinda like I don't know. I like Dungeon Crawlers. You guys ever played it? I don't know. I bought this one. Labyrinth of Zengetsu. That looks cool. Uh,
3: that artwork does look pretty cool. I've <laughs> never gotten mm-hmm. into Dungeon Crawlers, but I do wanna try it out though. The first game's probably gonna play is the Etrian Odyssey games that I got on
0: 3DS. So I love Etrian Odyssey. I I think those games are great. So my favorite like one of my favorite RPGs of all time is Fantasy Star 1 and it has that like first person perspective yeah, on the master the, the system yeah. yeah and I've just always I've always dug that style and so like Etrian Odyssey I liked I used to, I really like um like the um uh, Skull Keep games on Sega CD and stuff like that like yeah. I and even like Might and Magic games like those real hardcore RPGs t- I love that shit so mm. um I got um The Lost Child recently and uh I got this one. I go to Mary Skelter. I'm going to try to pick up all of the dungeon crawlers basically on, um, PS4. Cause I just think it's a cool genre and I just have a feeling too. I don't know why I just, it, if, if atrian odyssey is any example, they're going to be very collectible, very expensive down the line.
3: Good, Cause it is a really, really niche genre, even amongst Correct. RPG fans. It's still like a really niche. Sub-genre. It's like, it's almost
0: like virtual novel niche type mm-hmm. games, but, uh, they're really fun if you're into like strategy and stuff, they're so just they're mm-hmm. not absolutely like, It's all, it's yeah. all brain and stuff. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, if you're somebody who's into like old school gaming, paper top, you know, tabletop gaming, old school RPGs, you know, like you have an imagination, you know, they're fun, you know, and it's a lot of strategy to it. If you like turn-based combat. Um, I love those games.
3: So, let's say like Jody, in the early 20s. 80s and fifth, uh, the early 80s, uh, those were like the RPGs that were on PC for the most part. Yeah. Those yeah. dungeon crawlers.
0: With Ravenloft and like
2: Ravenloft. Joe, did you ever um, play the Heroes of Might and Magic games?
0: Uh, which ones? I probably have. <laughs> the ones on PC, like Heroes of Might and Magic 2 or 3? Oh yeah, with the top-down perspectives or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I played a little so bit. I'm there. in this community on I played Facebook. played as well. So.
2: Heroes of Might and Magic 3. There's like Fifty thousand members in there, and I'm talking like posts get like ten thousand likes. So, they're so popular. i awesome. <laughs> so still playing that game. I, I still play it. I, yeah. I I played it probably in the last two months. It's such a good game.
0: Yeah, I like people have RuneScape and shit still too. There's an um,
2: online servers that fans have made, and like the online community is still a thing, which is so cool for a game that came out in 1999.
0: <laughs> I do think that's awesome. Um. Uh, yeah, I'd love to I love RPGs and I love old school RPGs. So speak of RPGs, So this is like I actually spent some money on this. Unfortunately, I had to spend money. I didn't like it. I had no choice. This is one of those games that I, I used to own and I had sold it off like a freaking idiot. Oh, and so, so I had to I had to rebuy it for like way more than I got for it when I sold it. Pissed me off, but it's not that much. It's just uh, I picked up finally. Uh, 8 the just DQ8. Game. Yeah, this is uh irritatingly expensive because you can get it on PS2 for pretty cheap, and the PS2 mm. version is dope. But gotta have it on my 3DS, 3DS collection because I, I just I have to. Do I had, I had all of the Dragon Quest games on DS and 3DS. I had four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I sold them all.
3: I'm only missing rebuilding them now. DQ4 on DS. I have both uh, 3DS games myself, and I think four is the only one I'm missing on the DS, not including like any of the spin off stuff, but like the mainline games. I'm just missing Mm -hmm. four on DS. Yeah, I had them all.
2: The Builder games, and they are so expensive. I really want them because they're so much fun.
0: Which one's Drag Drag Quest? Yeah, all those games are sick um i got them on ps4
2: but i want them on the switch because i want to play it on my switch
0: (laughs) they're like i don't know the australian copies are but the american copies are like 70 70 80 dollars to get dragon quest builders one and i think two is like 40 to 50 or something like that Mm mm-hmm Um, I look
2: at the Australian copy because it's probably like two hundred dollars.
0: Everything else, everything in Australia, just add another hundred on top. Essentially, yeah,
3: (laughs) they screw screw you guys over. Terribly sorry about that, Vixy.
0: Well, it's like everything that gets released, they they get like half the amount. I'm assuming. I know, right? It sucks. Or they get a PAL game with a sticker on it, some crap. All right, here we go. Here's the best pickup of the week. The 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 pickup. I saved the seventy bucks. I saved the best for last, which is insane Can you get the PS4 copy for like five bucks, dude. I know, I know. It makes no sense. Right? Um, but yeah, I had, I had to pick up this, this bad boy. It's been on the list, Holy Grail. Yum yum
3: cook. Star. Yum yum cook star. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Says in the back, "This ain't your mama's kitchen, boy." <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I just got it for my girlfriend. She likes these games. So. you probably like it too if it's anything like the. Cooking simulator you're talking i about. do like these games i mean i'm i like to say i buy these games for my girlfriend but i i freaking i should do that's something we should do so i should show off my cozy game collection like all my farming sims and all my i have so many that i bought for my girlfriend mm-hmm.
2: I, I love that jonah too joe we could do a whole episode on like cozy dude games. we
0: should we should do yeah. some videos we should we should do some things that'd be so you know yeah and that's all my pickups
3: all right go through mine then don't have anything special really really only like two things of note but first thing this is an <laughs> nes game <laughs>
0: <laughs> What? Man, having a mexican standoff with the, the thing <laughs> and then we
2: both, like both try <laughs> to walk at the same time and walk in the then we
0: stopped at the same time it's like it's like we're both trying to walk to the same door at the same time <laughs> anyway Jesus. go ahead
3: so first thing it's uh it's an nes game it's called dragon power hold up is my camera messed up yeah, You probably... we posed in a really happy
2: spot
0: so right. <laughs> you did you're like
3: <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with the camera today it's been acting weird but all right first game it's mm-hmm. uh dragon power for the nes nice. don't, don't you love that uh that label nice art label. right there looks great okay. No, it's hard to see but
0: it's a great, nice label, label though. Age, yeah, so. very clean. Good very
3: quality. fits the definitely fits the the style of the 80s back then, you could say. But fun fact: this is actually a Dragon Ball game, believe it or not. Wow! Like like the characters, they are literally Dragon Ball from the original series, not the DBZ. I can say uh, it now that series. you
2: mentioned that. That's really
3: cool. Mm-hmm. The gameplay, it's um, there are sections where it's like top down. Uh, oh, this is not um, even Dragon
0: Ball Z. You're saying this is like from the old, old yeah, Dragon the Ball? old,
3: the original oh, Dragon wow. Ball that came out prior when Goku okay. was like an infant or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a, uh, it's got a top down perspective that's kind of similar to uh, the original uh, Legend of Zelda. And then uh, there will be some like rooms where it's like a normal 2D plane, kind of like uh, Ninja Gaiden, let's say. Probably my favorite thing that I got, and I did show this off uh, last month. The MGS uh, Legacy Collection, the uh, art book bundle specifically. I did Don't have this game. Right? Uh, yeah, it is pretty valuable now. Like ever since the Master Collection was revealed, like the value of this and the original HD Collection went up because essentially, like this is the same thing as the Master Collection, so. We're, we're just going to charge you guys essentially the price of a brand new game with this release, but a little bit more because this does include like an art book bundle for this version of it specifically. But the reason I got this, not just because I'm a Metal Gear fanatic, but my original copy right here, it has a major problem that I don't know how this happened. You see on like the very back how... Uh. Water damage. Yeah. It I'm guessing that's water damage. I don't ever remember spelling anything on this, but I just randomly took it off the shelf and looked at the back and my heart died literally mm-hmm. inside. Maybe humidity. But- possibly humidity don't know but regardless i wanted to get this anyways because of the art book uh, anyways and it's metal gear so price almost it's doesn't an interesting matter for one, this. That,
2: because that got reprinted in 2020 but the price is already back up to what it was prior to it being re- reprinted so it's, mm-hmm. it's like one of those games It doesn't matter how many copies are out there they're all going to sell out and people want metal gear solid
3: in no, oh yeah people want metal gear definitely nowadays thanks to all the awesome announcements recently i would um, like to
2: argue that when the ps5 version comes out will that drop in price because there is then a better way to play it
3: possibly who knows it, it's hard to say in its current state right now but we'll just have to wait and see what happens with it there's i really can't predict anything with that so next thing this is a japanese import and just bought it because uh, i thought like the artwork is uh, pretty cool alternative compared to what we got it's wild arms altered code f yeah, the man. japanese version on the ps2 that's cool man the uh, just like the art style is like completely different compared to what we got i think it was like a complete white background almost and uh, the characters on this are like way more prevalent on this i think for like the north american art it's like much they're like much smaller on here so I just got it because it was like ten bucks compared to the North American version, which is like one hundred and forty dollars, I think. Yeah, that it? right there. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the
4: Completely USA. different
2: artwork, though. Yeah, different sky.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Mine says there was nineteen ninety mm-hmm. nine. So you, I don't know.
3: <laughs> getting... Anyways, uh, the probably the uh most valuable thing that i got and possibly for this whole month uh, truth be told but it is drake and guard 2. oh nice man That's i awesome did
2: Years uh, finding that and it was i bit the bullet and it's still sharp in prices then so well done it
3: was way more expensive like a few years ago when near replicant was coming out and was like one of the best games of that year but it's still pretty valuable of course because now that near is way more popular these days thanks to near automata then all of yokotaro's games are much more valuable in general i do have draken guard one and three and as well as copies of uh, all the near games so safe to say like series complete at this point so if, you now, if you're interested in that,
2: following the story so draken guard one two and three will have multiple endings So the Nier universe and the Drakengard universe are connected. And the way they're connected is the bad ending of Drakengard 2 is the start of Nier. Mm
3: -hmm. So if
2: you want to follow the story that way, do the bad ending of Drakengard 2 and it is how Nier started.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's cool. I do hopefully look forward to playing through this whole series is that those games are really interesting. I mean, all of Yoko Taro's games are really interesting. Bizarre, but really, really interesting and fun too
2: and you, you almost couldn't put a genre down to them it like it combines mm. platforming games rpgs shoot 'em up elements like there's so many different elements in this one game it is so good
3: yeah it's shocking they managed to fit so many different genres into a multiple games so major props to them on that and, and they
2: made it work too it's brilliant mm-hmm. like, the, the original near on ps3 i played that so many times and i'll play the ps3 version i don't care that it's got the orange shell shade of the ps3 or i don't care that the story is a little bit slower than the ps4 version to me that game was hmm. almost perfect so good i mm-hmm. i struggle to replay games especially when they have stories so to replay a rpg like that it must be brilliant mm-hmm.
0: that's so that's, that's, uh, that's a true measure of an rpg i rpgs that like you sink 100 hours of them and you're like i'm gonna do it again that's a damn good game and you know what's gonna happen but it's, it's so so good seven yeah
4: yeah <laughs>
3: So that's essentially everything I got recently of notes. So I got like uh last two things that uh I've had these for some time, but uh, I think they're really really interesting conversation pieces. So I thought I'd throw these in here, is why not? So we all we all know this game here, right? Yep, the the Zelda collection on like GameCube, the, the compilation of Zelda. Zel-
0: games. Zelda
3: I don't know. Can you read it? (laughs) So So the way that uh, we got this, uh, it was bundled with the GameCube. If you resubscribed to Nintendo Power or whatever their services, they would mail it to you. Essentially, like there was multiple ways to get this game right here in the States and internationally. Mm -hmm. But here's the Japanese version of it. And what is so strange, this is probably the most valuable or rarest Japanese GameCube game, or at least in top five, believe it or not. And the reason is uh, the way that they got this was only with one method, which was you uh, if you had Club Nintendo at the time and enough points, you would redeem. I think it's uh, 500 points at the time and they would mail this to you. And I imagine like 500 points was probably like a really like high number for for in the early 2000s. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's not a lot of this out there because they Japan was way limited for how they could get this compared to ours, you know. So, it's pretty neat to actually have this uh, overall. And one thing that kind of jealous that they got with this release uh, so, we just got the Zelda collection of Zelda 1, 2, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. But they did get the same collection right here. But this disc right here is the Ocarina of Time uh, Master Quest disc that you got if you pre ordered. Uh, wind waker at the time so they (laughs) they got two different versions of ocarina of time with this essentially that's interesting Hmm. and the last thing i got here and this is to me this is the coolest thing i own at least to my standards not like anything that's expensive but the story behind this i think is the coolest thing that i own
0: yeah the value doesn't mean cool man
3: Mm -hmm. but it'd probably be this the complete in box version of Tengen Tetris on the NES.
0: Yeah, you never see that box, dude. Ever? You
3: ne- almost never see never this see anymore, that box, dude. Because this was only on store shelves for about like three to four weeks, and due to the lawsuit that came up, that uh, Tengen slash Atari themselves started against Nintendo, they lost, and this was coming out when the whole thing was coming to an end. So yeah, all the copies that were recalled uh, were destroyed afterwards. So the fact to have like a complete box copy of this is pretty pretty sweet to to That's own. That's really cool, man. The way that I got this was back in 2016, I think it was. A friend of mine that I was that I met during college, he just randomly found this, and we were in a Discord chat, and he just randomly just said, uh, "Apparently, this copy of Tetris I have is really." really rare and it was this exact copy right here That's and cool. and because like we were friends uh, he was not uh, a collector but he knew I was he wanted to make sure like it would go to someone who would take very good care of it and at the time I paid him 80 dollars for it and nowadays it's nah. like how much <laughs> Good God. if you ever find it it's not that crazy expensive believe we're not given like what this is uh, but at the same time, you almost never see it these days. The box,
0: I've seen the cart, tons. Mm-hmm. The the box, mm-hmm. I like never see that dude. But it has yeah, all the extra, extra inserts,
3: um, not just the yeah. main, but everything else it originally came with too. It's there nice was shoe. a
2: recent sale for the Mega Drive version. Are you guys aware of the the Mega Drive version of Tetris? Is like only not that like
0: unreleased it's... version or some shit like that? So there was a recent yeah. sale
2: two months ago, and it sold for one hundred and forty one thousand U
0: S dollars like oh my god huh yeah so that's gotta be like some rare unreleased promo version or something I believe there's 11 of
2: these exist I know the last game I did a video on this game a few years ago He might have even said there was 5 or 6 in that video at the time but yeah Mm -hmm. that's insane but they they pop up like one sold the last couple of months you know that's an insane price
3: yeah that is that's not
2: graded that's not sealed that's how it is
3: Tetris (laughs) of all things huh (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Tetris. We're the
3: most popular game of all
0: time, arguably. That's awesome, though. Hey, what's up, Telly? Now well, I got the Tetris music in my head.
2: Devin, thanks so much for coming back on, man. And guys, be sure to tune in next Friday, because Joe won't be here, and special co-host will be Devin, and we That's welcome it. Mike Higgins to the show. Mike's a big PS3 collector. He's one of the oldest members of the PS3 group. He's got an amazing collection, lots of Sealed heavy hitters. So it should be really good to chat to Mike, and as well as Mike, we've got Jason coming back on this Sunday. Um, you guys all love Jason's previous episodes, so be sure to jump back in. We're gonna um, be chatting limited run game news, limited rare game news. Um, we've got some conspiracy theories to dig in. that should be fun. And yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. If you haven't already, go subscribe to D Street over on YouTube. Closing mm-hmm. on a thousand subs. Let's get D Street there before the end of the year. and Hell yeah. Everyone. Hey,
3: man. Thanks hey. for coming on again, Devin. Yeah, sure thing. Good night, everyone. Later, See everybody. You.